It's not a competition, but then again, everything is. Like trying to have a conversation, and afterwards asking who wins. Every person that you talk to is the co-host of that moment in your life. Might be one podcast too many, but we're only one small slice of the pie. It's the cultural content consumption appraisal. did it you're here you're such a good podcast listener honestly the levels of professionalism are just up 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 and away and on our end we're just trying to match that energy aren't we christopher bringing the podcast professionalism to bear uh 100% it's season 3 it's the premiere and we're already yes. phoning it in with a friends episode so <laughs> <laughs> it's quite really funny, happy yeah. to be here this is what they came for we're doing yeah. great <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, it's 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 so funny because I was actually thinking this today where like, okay, some of the oldest favorites have finally snuck in like a Simpsons last season, a Friends now. And it's like, I was doing my scores for you today and I was like, this is way harder than pitching you a new thing. <laughs> I have no idea what you're going to say for scores. Like, I do not feel confident at all, but I've got, I've got them written down anyway. But before we, before we get there, um... We have to explain to, to any potential newbies what the show is. And you know what? Even some classic diehard fans at this point are starting to just enjoy the 30-second game now that it's got a bit of an element of improv Is, is to that it. a thing? Is that, what they're, is that what they're saying? Is that what they're emailing in? Is that I'm what just they're gonna... atting us Sometimes with? I'm, I'm going to say stuff I feel about the podcast and just attribute it to these theoretical listeners who may or may not. You know, if similar. you actually consume the product, we'd have one extra listener. <laughs> <laughs> wait would it make a difference to your analytics if i download it i don't know because i don't check the analytics <laughs> like i check it like every like i don't know four to six weeks because then i'm like yeah. hoping that one time i go back and i'll be like there's a jump and it's just consistently the same yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well listen yeah. <laughs> um what i would like to do is i would like to do um a 30 second game today where it's season what of friends season nine that mm -hmm. you're watching today and I don't know how much your mind went there, but we wanna we wanna perk you up if it did because it is um, it's Matthew Perry's show, like in a lot of ways. Um, I think recently Tom Selleck is that his name? Richard, mm -hmm. shout out Richard, what a character! <laughs> she should have stayed with Richard. Um, shout out the good... character, not the actor. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I've never seen Magnum PI, but shout out the Tash. Um, he was like Matthew Perry was the most talented of the bunch, and I'm like, dude, just because he died, you don't have to start saying things. Um, sorry, <laughs> back on track. Thirty seconds today, where um, you've got you've got a few different avenues you could take this, but basically, I suddenly was thinking of this scene where uh, Chandler was uh, a very not too hip um, ad guy, part of an ad company, and he was trying to do pitches. Yeah. So basically, I would like for you to pitch this podcast and explain it. To the teens, to the kids. Hey, kids, kids. So I would like for the kids 
to be... Uh, Can I just say, I was really worried that you were going to get me to do this in a Scouse accent. Just do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, so I was literally... Say. I did... Yeah. I, well, I, did I, consumed, <laughs> I consumed that content and the whole way through it, I was like, I'm going to have to do the 30 second game <laughs> as if I was Colleen Rooney and I was posting to my private Instagram account. But glad, gladly, I don't have to do that. I you just, don't. No, I just have to do it. What again? <laughs> yeah, you have to just... You're, you're, you're pitching an ad for this at the ad agency. Listen... I'm going to tell you, Christopher, we need to sell this fucking podcast and ain't no one biting on it, ain't no one listening, especially the kids. The kids are like, they hear it might be on TikTok, so they get excited. Mm-hmm. And then it just stays in this weird 15 follower Twitter account. That's the only reach it's got. So like, what can we do? How can we get out there, get the kids to, to find this in whatever way they can? How can we make it seem like mm-hmm. a fun bit of content for them to consume? I'm going to give you 30 seconds to wow me, Christopher. How do we get the kids? Three, two, one, go. Hi there, young, hip people. <laughs> I'm <laughs> I failed miserably. Hey guys, it's podcasts. It's fun. It's cool. It's like Tinder but with ratings. I don't know how that works. You know, you yes. like a TikTok, you swipe this way, you swipe that way. Well, imagine if you could swipe one way and consume some content and swipe another way and pitch some content. And then before Ooh. you know it, <laughs> before you know it, you're reviewing it and you're telling everyone what you think about it. And that's kind of what we do. That's kind of what we do. I was drowning and then I grabbed a raft. <laughs> I, I, I don't think you understand, but sometimes these lead to the best moments and you sort of commingling a bit of TikTok and Tinder. <laughs> a sight to behold. That's what it the might youths be, do? I don't know. <laughs> it, might be, it might be the final motivation I needed to actually start going into my personal video archives of this podcast and clip that out and try and genuinely use that to sell our show because I don't think you... <laughs> <laughs> explained anything or understood what either app but it was a real joy to be part of but yeah from I mean, the... you judging me on not explaining the pod is, <laughs> is kind of ironic <laughs> yeah i i do i do too listen it was it, hey it was we pitch stuff my... we review stuff and we score stuff and we get we guess stuff and that's yes pretty much welcome it. someone wins we're a game show we're a talk show we're a review show we're everything in one one of us mm consumes the content the other one pitches and we guess mm. each other's scores we use our little white lies rating of best out of five for anticipation enjoyment during and enjoyment afterwards in retrospect and then we see who was closest to the mark to win the episode last week was my first one on the board for quite some time today as i say who would know because the website's not up to date but <laughs> well <laughs> the, the people know because the people um really it's, it seems to be the main talking point from each episode it's who's the winner who's on the board people are uh obsessed with the sport the sport what a cooler moment <laughs> what a cooler moment was that jeff's finally got a win let's go but hey barry we'll... did you hear that pod yesterday no <laughs> <laughs> um what are we starting so with today it's a, such a funny one where as i say part of me pitches it going yes familiarity yes as you say there's a funny almost with phoning it in aspect just because it's such a short thing to chew on and it's such a it's just such a an old classic there's a, the occasional putting on the most old comfortable pair of shoes feeling to a more picture an occasional simpsons classic or a friends but this thing is also happening where in both cases i think i've pitched these things and it's like mm. i'm not pitching the top tier shit i'm pitching oh well this is one of our favorites but it's a bit of a either a newer one or a less heralded one and to be honest i think the reason this came about was because we just had a bit of banter around 
uh, Joey Rachel versus Joey Ross, and I Joey Ross, <laughs> Ross and Rachel. Joey Ross is one of my favorite. It's like really underrated. A, you sent me a gift the other day. <laughs> I did send you a gift when there was plans of uh, uh, happening. And yeah, listen, they're na- they're them two as actors. Let me not get into it. I love their friendship though. Today. I am so not confident, but I can't wait to hear your thoughts because you were a bit like, hey, what episode even is this? We're talking about the one with Rachel's dream. This is season nine and things happen in it, Christopher. What kind of things happen in it, Christopher? Ross gets high on maple candy (laughs) and it's an absolute joy. (laughs) (laughs) What a B story. It's so funny. It's so... Hey, it's the A story for me. You reckon? Okay, (laughs) good. Because... Look... I think I did a Friends rewatch Ooh. maybe like four years ago. Yeah, mine's maybe. like two or three. So I think when it landed on Netflix, I did it. And I, yeah. and I can't remember when that was. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, roughly. And I remember thinking there were things about it that time round, which I, did, I never remembered from the first time round. Like mm. Ross, the first half of... The, f- the first five seasons is just a mopey, annoying person. Wow. And then broad, like, broad and then, take. But okay. And then the, ba- yeah. the back end of it, he just gets cr- more and more crazier and like yeah. s- satirical. Yeah. And I remember at the time, the first time I've ever watched it, thinking, oh, it's just it's stupid. Second time around, preferred it, to be, <laughs> to be honest. Mm, mm. Um, but one thing that stuck with me both times around is mm. Joey and Rachel is, is a beautiful story, which you hate because you're a, you're a Dawson person you're a dawson joey person not a joey pacey person mm, so mm. therefore th- even the idea of it not being ross and rachel would have broken your heart <laughs> yeah but, this is it's, it's interesting because this is go on. yeah go on no please, please, uh, please so so there's there's an a story a b story and a c story whichever way you want to do them on this there's one story which is joey takes rachel to set of days of our lives to help him do some really like deep meaningful love sort of scenes or get mm-hmm. romantical or whatever mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. slowly but surely she starts then falling for joey mm-hmm. um ironic because he fell for her like a few seasons back oh my god timing lads timing um, come on lads then, then the, the best story of it all and is... the true no let me interject the true a story is phoebe and monica really monica's got, <laughs> monica's got shit going on and phoebe is just insistent on standing outside her restaurant and playing her songs and this leads to mad beef between the two which i found very amusing today. Okay. But then the A story is <laughs> is Chandler wanted to take Monica to Vermont, which I yes. think is a place in America. Um and Vermont couldn't because and, and couldn't because Monica's restaurant was really busy and bustly, hence why mm. Phoebe then wanted to play outside it. Um so instead took Ross and they have fun sharing a room in Vermont in a hotel yes. where they decide to get their money back um by not stealing, but taking things that are owed to them from the yeah. hotel. The excitement Ross had to even have the idea. I think we all flash back to certain either family members or friends who like mm. just are really like, let's nick a few things. Because... But then my, 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 my first laugh out loud <laughs> moment save. of mm. the of the episode is when they're, they're sat in the cafe. Um, Ross is looking at the pamphlet for the hotel or whatnot. And mm. like Monica suggests, why don't you go? Why don't you go with Chandler then or whatever? And he's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. And then suddenly stops and just goes moonlight boat ride. Moonlight then, boat ride. Yeah. And then I was just yeah. like, ha. And then I was like, oh, God damn it. Friends is funny, isn't it? Got ya. Yeah. They got ya. <laughs> they got Listen, ya. They got, I mean, I'm... the writing's good. The directing's good. The co-stars mm. are good. But they're not mm. as good as me, which is another great Joey line. Shout out, episode. Joey. Um, I literally, I was forming, I, as he's saying that, 
or as it's leading up to that line. Yeah. Because Rachel had just given him credit for uh, a really affecting scene she'd seen him. So he says this line of very slowly giving credit yeah. to like everyone else before he throws the, the praise on himself, which you could see coming, but he just sells it so good. Up to that point, I was literally thinking... The one slightly ham-fisted thing about this episode, and don't get me wrong, it's a sitcom. Everything has to be ham-fisted. I get yeah. it, but I really struggled with the canned laughter again at the start. Oh, I feel really? Like I haven't That's... watched anything with canned yeah, laughter? Yeah, when such you're a out of time. it for a while, yeah. I swear, oh. it just takes two or three episodes, and then you literally don't notice it anymore. Yeah. Um, but like the two percent more critical eye will have in watching something with this critical eye did make me think something about Joey, which is just like this is so the episode where she falls in love with him he has to just be that little less goofy and stupid suddenly he's just like hey i'm a jobbing actor and i'm kind of actually classy and deep and then he had that line and i was like okay they're threading the needle here he's actually yeah. still joey and a bit dumb and goofy and it's fantastic and i guess um if you're out here really enjoying uh chanda and ross and i was out here really enjoying monica and phoebe should we just get the the big thing out of the way let's argue about about rachel and joey well, I, there, 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 there's one other really funny um please ross line that when they they're, they're sort of going back, they cut back to the hotel room and they've started collecting all of these things, and then like Chandler walks in and goes, "Oh look, I got two more apples," and then Ross just suddenly bursts out, "We're four short of a bushel." And We're I just, four short of a bushel. Good. And I actually googled what a bushel was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I guess maybe. Anyway, so like, you, you you wanted to talk about Rachel? Uh, yeah, yeah. So I didn't hate it as much as I thought. Is actually, <laughs> I I think that. Uh, I guess there's this critical feeling watching back in the day. And yeah, firstly, I'm out here shipping um, Ross and Rachel uh, from young. Like a, a lot of Friends fans mm. would have. And it just felt a bit like, oh, we're getting to a season finale. We have to make something happen. And I was always like, why don't we more? Why, do, why don't we do more with Joey and Phoebe? I thought that was a thing. But hey, mm. I kind of like it in a way. It's like that's too symmetrical. That's too convenient. It's too tidy. It's actually a bit messy to mm. do Rachel and Joey. So let's go that way. So actually watching it today, I wasn't hating it as much as I thought I did. Maybe I, I can like vaguely remember. Maybe you can help it me. But like... it's, it's funny, though, because they do make Joey almost slightly mm. smarter in this episode. They do. They do. They do. And, um, and then Rachel's almost a little bit dumbed down. It's, yeah, it's... exactly. Exactly. And it's like, OK, she lives with him and he's on the successful side of things as opposed to when they were younger. But like maybe the thing that I remember just feeling a bit like, OK, we get it. it was like, I think they really drew out the Joey liking her story. Mm. maybe was this season eight maybe or was it early season nine it would have been season eight right it would have been season eight because i think yeah, season just... eight finale is when he accidentally proposes to her or yes something. yes yeah. yes and then i guess it's quite funny friends does do this thing of like okay we need the what's the actual emotional relationshipy arc of the season and they'll really commit and then coming out of it into season nine it's like the first two episodes are like super about that then it's like oh let's just move on <laughs> like it's a sitcom <laughs> at the end of the day and it's just quite funny so, how friends will go hard for a relationship it... thing we're a drama and then it's like eh, come on we need to pump the brakes a bit is the season nine finale barbados yes okay you almost got pitched that that whole finale because out of a selfish i kind of want to watch that again um and i remember paul i mean rudd being I'm, in I'm, I'm there for paul rudd and i'm there for <laughs> paul rudd and chandler and monica playing table tennis so exactly i'll tell you what though i'll tell you what though because i'm i'm a bit yeah so my my main takeaway is actually that bit of the storyline i i rated a bit more rather than hated because i actually was like imagine being in the writer's room and like a few are like no and a few are like no let's be brave let's give it a try and in general sitcoms slash television shows in general don't get into eighth ninth tenth seasons at their absolute best mm -hmm. so people i can't just blame that on the rachel joey decision and actually in this episode Clearly it was quite fun there with always sunny but carry on it's fine maybe one day we will um 
Uh, I can't pitch it anymore. I've been shouted out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I really, I don't know why, right? Because I I love, I love all David Schwimmer. I love mopey David Schwimmer. I love way too goofy David Schwimmer. It's almost like the writers are liberated in the second half of the show to just be like, Mm. oh, wait, he could be way sillier than we realize. Mm. Um, It's just the scene when he's just behind Chandler when Chandler's trying to check in high on sugar. Just high throwing out throwing out one liners with his high pitched weird sugary voice. And it's yeah. it, it it's it's good television. It's good comedy. It's good. He's 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 a he's good, really he's, good I think um the the Matthew Perry book that we had a books club special for mm. all the way back in the first season, it did make me reflect on how he singles out and shouts out um Matt LeBlanc as the like most improved. Mm-hmm. I I would say there's just as much as a case for David Schwimmer in this episode and like just all over the show but then it did make, and this is why i think i i was really here for monica and phoebe and not uh ross and chandler as much watching ross and chandler and this is a lot for me you don't need to do this friends fans try not to do this but i'm like it's just not it's like it's almost for me watching matthew perry in later seasons it's almost like watching an athlete who's mm. just fallen off he's really? like the he's yeah season three four friends just there's something about his whole energy and personality that just mm. Hey, he's he's got the same. It's it's the same dudes, but he's like he's just a bit older and a bit more weathered, and he's gone through a few more things. And it's just he's not gonna like maybe when they were younger, those roles might be reversed. I feel like Chandler might be wigging out saying the funny one-liners behind him. Mm. And hey, that might be a nice thing about characters maturing and aging with the actors playing them. And so maybe people actually see a sweet side to that. But I guess because of recent events, I was just watching it going, oh, my little Matthew Perry is just. I, but then know, I I remember him being mm. back to his best in season 10 but i don't know because mm. i remember messaging you going like matthew like basically like chandler's back kind of <laughs> what when we were super time. young yeah wow yeah i think i think listen like, like again like a lot of athletes i think he came back and scored a few bangers i think it was very thierry Henry going back to arsenal didier Drogba coming back to chelsea it's not like he didn't score ever but it's just that's not the gun he like it's it's a funny thing, but like it almost is more to show credit to the earlier seasons than to disparage the later ones, because obviously that's got a lot of stuff associated with it in terms of what's going on in his personal life outside the show. But like the early Chandler, more than we remember sometimes, fucking changed culture, changed yeah. how dudes talk and do comedy. So like living up to that, even if he hadn't been going through stuff, would have been mad hard anyway. And yeah, there is a sweet element to him and Ross being the the oldest male friendship in the group, and now Chandler's a bit of the serious one having had lots of work changes and staying with monica so it, mm. it was sweet but but are you fully are you fully out here not vibing phoebe and monica at all because the central it was, perk it was scene, fine i just enjoyed the, the other central bit. perk scene where they just started roasting each other yeah. i was here for it it was just but it, was just just good stuff. it did that thing that sometimes sitcoms yeah i guess at this stage of yes. their lives do when yes. phoebe just kept going back to garlic as the joke and yeah, that yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. where I kind of got it. Just they kept kept going back to it, kept going yeah. back to it, kept going back to it, and it was that that bit annoyed. So I annoyed I actually me. hear what part of what you're saying is you think Monica actually won that. She had more creative beef yeah. and roasting lines. I I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I I I just I I liked getting into the restaurant a bit. You don't always get mm-hmm. that, and I think the thing that won me over to see it as a really funny part of the episode was the bit where they po- they kept polling the other people. <laughs> yeah, been like right. who enjoyed I, my I, music. I liked I liked the. Phoebe's songs, to be honest, outside. <laughs> I can't. I didn't write any of them down, but I definitely laughed. Something at them. about I've got. I've got one line that's just going to come to me about Argentina is a country where I've never been. No, I think <laughs> no been, yeah. and there you can for 
a nominal fee you can buy a human spleen. <laughs> <laughs> I love Phoebes. Phoebes is great. And then there was this really funny just like being too eagle-eyed watching a sitcom where I think they they were just asking the the patrons at the restaurant really dumb questions and there was one that clearly didn't need an answer and a guy raised his hand still and that really <laughs> made me laugh. And then yeah, like a classic sitcom does, it's almost the trick of a sitcom. It's like trying to tell like the most tightly constricted joke. Everyone has to be friends again at the end. Mm-hmm. And they just hey, they just apo- they I hey, I like this about shows where they're super fucking rude to each other and then they made up because they love each other i'm fine with all of that mm-hmm. but i guess i really want to talk about the slightly more emotional beats where joey's saying his lines mm-hmm. and then rachel really wants to kiss him and then it was a dream yeah. and i'm always like how is the sitcom audience actually seeing that so that's one thing but then also the last scene where he just looks at her and actually tells her about how she was the only girl he was ever in love with and then she walks off and i think to be honest, this is where... No, it's when he end. then pats her on the back, back and basically says, like, thanks, bud. Thanks, bro. <laughs> thanks, dude. Yeah, yeah but then I, th- I think the actual credit, uh, you know, the title card of the executive producers were also used to goes up over Jennifer Aniston's face. And in that moment, I was like, she's so good. Mm. She really... Oh, what a great uh, actress. She might be, like, just top-tier rom-com, sitcom, like, kind of... I know just... some good movies she's been in with Adam Sandler. Just, say, just pin her. Especially that one in 2011. (laughs) (laughs) Named. Uh, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. She could be the new um, Drew Barrymore in in the Adam Sandler universe and fair play. But yeah, I just thought they, they, they actually sold that quite well. And I guess the new angle that I found where I maybe hated more as a younger person where here I couldn't is Mm. if they just as actors were getting these scripts, it's like these two actors never got to play this kind of stuff with each other. This must've been really fun for them as actors. Yeah. So in terms of that stuff, did you enjoy it? Yes. hundred percent. And, and I, I echo that. I think Jennifer Aniston, I think I, I guess I noticed it more in this episode or maybe I, maybe I never really looked for it before, but yes. she's a class above the rest when it just gen, generally comes to acting. I think. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's like, that's so, I'll, I'll be honest when I was younger, I, I never would have even thought to give her that kind of credit because she's mm. too pretty. Like I just, I, I wouldn't give her that critical space, and that's a bad thing. That's bad the Greek man, gene, man being way, bad. Just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, not co-signing that at all. I was just doing toxic masculinity. I wasn't getting uh, regional about it. But yeah, so I wasn't listen. Getting regional about it. <laughs> title? Um, no, I just, I, I always get rid of my titles by saying title afterwards. Hmm. Um, but yes, yeah, I thought, I thought it was a fun time. But how, how do you feel about? about how I might be scoring them now, because I'm... Do you think I might have it? Do you think I'm, I'm way off from our little chats, from our little review? Um, I could tell you that I scored it honestly. <laughs> and suddenly, the whole and, show... And, and to be honest, you've been yeah. you've been pretty close or hitting yeah. in out of the park recently, so I've yeah, got confidence been... that you might might get it. It's been a good run. I'm not confident in my guesses for your next one. but Oh, yeah, this is going to be so fun. Um, I will just say one slightly more critical thing, because I'm here for David Schwimmer being silly and funny. Yes. And then at the end, he's like, he's super high. You know, the post-credits scene. He's super high on the sugar, and he liked the maple candy and all that stuff. There is a little tinge of, like, Homer post-season 10 of The Simpsons, where it's like, would our paleontologist dad ross actually be that crazy listen he plays it know. and it's fun just talk you could easily just reel off the shit that's happened to that guy in this tv show <laughs> well, I'm, and I'm the sensing. fact that he's even got it together at all is pretty fun shout. 
oh man ross as like a champion of like resilience in the face of like mental I think, health I think struggles we don't give him enough credit Nah, you're right you're right if he's a bit frazzled and a bit more of a so weirder like than wife, he used to be fair play breaks up with him because she's a lesbian yeah. but then has a baby that's his baby that he doesn't see that often doesn't see then that he gets often. with his like high school sweetheart and he ruins it because he's a douchebag which yeah. we still i don't know i think uh, do we agree on that i don't know if we do we might have to pitch that episode go on <laughs> and then yeah and then he has th- two more marriages yes um and i forgot about those <laughs> yeah and uh you know yeah, yeah no you're right he's been through the and mill the next thing he knows he's just going to his like brother-in-law for a romantic weekend in Vermont. If the guy doesn't come back slightly crazy, uh No, you're right. Actually, let alone the actor playing it off so perfectly, Ross as a character deciding to take the shit that life throws at him and actually just like, you know what? I'm just gonna fucking loosen up and be a bit wacky about this shit because life is a bit mad. Yeah. Fair play, actually. And every time they give an hit they give him an emotional scene to play, mm-hmm. like he's still got, you know, gentle, thoughtful Ross there as a tool in his toolkit that actor David Trimmer does. So, mm. yeah, no, it's 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 all a good time. And your scores, therefore, mm-hmm. are about to be nailed because here we go. My guesses for you today is as follows. I think you were a nice three coming out the door because you're like, OK, I'll, I'll do friends. I wasn't desperate. It's short. Three sh- should should be fun. Runtime um, plays a part. Runtime plays a part. Runtime does play a part. Oh, maybe it was four then. Gosh darn it. But my my guesses are three and then for enjoyment, it's uh, friends. And sometimes if you pitch an old classic like this, you have to look at your friend across the Google Meet screen and be like, how much have you actually changed in the in the past years? And like a little bit, but not enough that you're hating on friends. You're giving it a four for enjoyment. That's no issue. And I was actually going to say four for afterwards because season nine has its surprising moments. And that's why you know me so well, Jeffrey. Let's go. <laughs> three to start. Yep, three, four, four. Oh, mate, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Oh, two please, wins on the no. bounce. Two, well. Well, wow, two, two bang-ons on the bounce. Two, two, yeah, two perfect scores, which are very rare for me. Now, can I use this opportunity to just, for two minutes before we get to a review of season one, episode one, as if there's going to be more seasons. But it's, it's, it's part one of a documentary. With, entitled, I, I wanted to discuss this too. I would have said Colleen, but I kept hearing Colleen. So mm-hmm. Colleen Rooney. The real Wagatha story is about to be reviewed. But before that, mm-hmm. this keeps coming up in our non-podcast conversations, and it is the most podcast conversation possible. So let me just quickly interject in our own podcast to say that in the year that wasn't special, I made some predictions. I said some things. I was mm-hmm. very deep in my feelings about missing uh, Radiohead. And since then, the new album, The Wall of Eyes, has come out. And I just take it all back. And Tom York, do your thing. Hopefully you're complimented by the fact that some people out there have very deep feelings about your previous work and have a weird parasocial association to just the name and then your relationship with the other members of that band. Bear with me, non-Radiohead people. But um, I had a prediction that you'd officially break up this year. And I don't think you need to do that. I think this new album's fantastic and everything you're doing is fantastic and you should go on your own artistic journey. <laughs> and I just want to retract any hate I was throwing towards the smile. I think in the year that wasn't, I was very like, fuck the smile. They're getting in the way. And then the reason I think I wanted to actually say this on public on a public platform is because i saw this um post on where do you get good news these days it's fucking reddit of course i saw this post that was like hey people are why do you have can't balloons on your screen that's hilarious <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> celebrate celebrating reddit um uh, you didn't even say it um happy birthday i guess uh i just saw this post that was like people seem to think that the smile exists because Radiohead aren't doing any work. But actually, it's the opposite. It's because Radiohead aren't doing anything that they had to do the smile because Johnny and Tom wanted to keep working on songs. And listen, I'm not 
deep in the weeds like that, checking every Reddit post for what the boys. I mean, I nearly am, but I'm you not always quite. Are. Don't, don't, <laughs> I'm lie, not quite. don't lie to the people, Jeffrey. <laughs> I, I kind of am, but I can't verify because I'm not physically stalking. I'm just digitally stalking. I can't verify if this, that post is true, but I just want to want to take it all back and tell one of my heroes I, I will stop taking it personally and I'll just enjoy whatever art you make. So you do you, Tom, and shout out my YouTube video recording. I'll put it in the show notes where you can hear their Q&A at the Prince Charles Cinema for the Wall of Eyes screening the pta and do we have to do a Eshmar whole pod present. where you just tell the story of how you got there you know what i think i think uh you as my friend and other friends you, you get that on the patreon we call our real life friendship and good for you and how do i subscribe from that <laughs> god damn it that joke, that's a <laughs> oh, oh, okay dear. okay I, I i i think i might have i might have uh just covered it all and and now i'm you pretty sure that to... that last three minutes meant nothing to a lot of people but you do you, Jeffrey. You, you, you who's already heard all of it. Yep. Um, in different... I, I've kept saying it to you. I think uh, maybe one of those times you could have thrown out there, no one cares, bro, but you didn't, and God bless you. And Johnny, Jonathan Mortimer, shout out, JVD Games. Uh, I think he'd also like to hear this. And yeah, that's it. So the other listeners, apologies, <laughs> but the year that wasn't is still and to translate, mind, Jeff's and basically saying he misses Radiohead. He thought the smile was stopping Radiohead, but now he yes. really likes the smile. Yes. And that's yes. basically it. That, that, that's, oh, mate, why couldn't you? You could have helped me from the start. Colleen. Colleen? Well, maybe maybe Colleen. I wasn't sure how much we could say about Colleen, so I thought I'd let, let the runtime <laughs> keep going. Well, maybe we could do the entire review in Scouse accents and just... Uh, no, can't do it. I mean, bruv, I didn't know Wayne Rooney married oh. Steven Gerrard. That's crazy to me. Like... <laughs> No, but for real, I actually, I don't know if this is like a part oh, of me that's for just... for real. For real, I'm just super, like, I find accents really fun. And I actually, when she started talking, and like, we met over there. No, I fucking lost it. But talking, <laughs> I nailed. Talking, I nailed. Talking, I nailed. Just start just, talking. Just, just go Beatles. Don't don't go Irish. Go Beatles. I was try- I'm trying to go clean. Yeah. She's, oh, she's just, she's a lovely little lady, bless her, is what mm-hmm. this me- episode made me think. And fucking, who the fuck is this fucking weirdo she married? Fuck this guy. I'm so sorry. <laughs> bit aggressive. <laughs> Coming out hot. But like, there was this so bit where they're talking I about. I pitched. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, please help me. Colleen Rooney, yeah, the real Wagatha story, yeah. part one of a three part documentary about yeah. one of the greatest stories of the last five years. Yes. <laughs> something yes. like that. Yeah, it's a, it's a really good story. Um, I'm going to finish this quicker than I finished the Beckham doc. I still haven't gone past episode one that I think I pitched to you. Mm. Like, yeah, him and him and Posh were yeah. big in the 90s, then he's really rich now. Good for you guys. But this one, oh, it's got drama. It's got intrigue. It's got lots of good stuff. I will say... It's done really well, to be fair. It keeps you engaged. It's it's. I did actually re-watch part one to, to sort of remind myself. And I was like, I got back into it again. I was like, this is great. This is good stuff. It's... it's now... The, the, mm. I still. Do you remember when when it actually happened uh, in real life? Remember, like it was. Did you get caught up? Right? Did you get caught uh, up in it? Well, no. See, what happened for me is like the, all the news for for the listener who may not be aware is that um, Colleen Rooney basically had a private Instagram. She's married to one of the biggest footballers in the world at the time. Mm-hmm. By the way, I didn't realize how fucking crazy that's aged. Like, yeah. Every fucking move the dude made was news, and now it's like he could go do whatever. No one gives a fuck anymore. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um. And yeah, Wayne Rooney at the for many years, to be fair, was the one of the biggest press stories in the country, being one of the the best and 
most uh, highly paid footballers in the country for Everton and Man United. And then, um, you know, on the on the other end of a few scandals here or there, she would have to deal with being a paparazzi kind of obsessed woman. And then she has a private Instagram. This is where it gets very mm. like, these are the 2020s we are living in. And I'm still a bit out of it going, wow, is this, is this how things happen these days? Um, mm. I feel very old watching it, to be fair. She has a private Insta, which she, uh, Instagram account, um, which only oh, very close friends and family get to see, but stories kept getting leaked to the sun. Mm. So I'll very, and I'm like out here, like I remember Rebecca Vardy from a few episodes of I'm a celebrity, get me out of here and finding her a bit funny. And I'm just aware that Colleen Rooney is a woman married to Wayne Rooney, but I'd never even heard her voice properly mm-hmm. until this show. But I'll never forget the day the news broke and it all came out and she posted, I figured out who it is, dot, 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 <laughs> Rebecca Vardy. And just be like, what the fuck is going on? This is so fun. <laughs> um, and just like for a few weeks after, I was like trying to catch up. And then I properly just it forgot about it. Mm-hmm. And then in the last year, I guess they went to court. Lots of things happened. I don't actually... I'm going to say this as a funny one. Mm. No spoilers, please. Because yep. I want to <laughs> watch episodes two and three. But just in the last year, they've had a play in London about it. They've got this. And this is going to completely throw you. What I thought you were pitching, which is mm. Vardy versus Rooney, a courtroom drama starring My- Michael Sheen on Channel 4. Fuck so off. A lot that exists. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to die. So yeah, that's that. That's, 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 that existed. Uh, that did exist, and I went to it, and I was like, "Wait," he said, and I was like, "I almost did the thing again." I really had to go back and check what you said because oh, um, <laughs> that happened again. But um, yeah, this was just this was just, uh, mate. I mean, let's just talk about it for a second. How much did you know? How much did, did you remember the story breaking? Were you aware at all? Before? I, I remember the story breaking. I remember Ooh. my football podcast going. This is great. Yeah. Um, but like you, I. I didn't actually know the outcome to the court mm. and whatnot. So actually watching this was like a, a real life drama. <laughs> so yeah. And I, yeah, I yeah. kind of enjoyed it. Yeah. I, 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 okay. Let me, can I be morally judgy that I'm not entitled to be just for a moment? I yeah. don't anticipate a retraction similar to the smile one I just did in a few mm-hmm. episodes time, but like, bruv, sorry, but this Wayne Rooney guy, can I just, this fellow, <laughs> it's like, they don't fully, it's just funny that like, there's this one story it all seems to center around, which is, um him in a car drunk driving three times over the limit with just another in another girl's car even mm-hmm. and the other girl goes on to this morning uh to talk about it and it's a whole it's the biggest you know tabloid gossip sort of story for a while and it's just funny how they just <coughs> i don't know how um things like this always remind me of um uh, quite a culturally defining moment i think that i always i'm like i'm still baffled it happened and i think Maybe part of its fallout is shit like this. I'm making too crazy a connection here, but Beyonce's album Lemonade that is basically adding Jay-Z and like shit yeah. like this where like part of me starting to watch it's like, oh geez, they're going to actually talk about the stuff because mm. my main awareness of Wayne Rooney, to be honest, is like every year or so he'd have a big cheating scandal on this poor woman mm. and just have more kids with her and just more cheating scandals. And so I'm watching this thing like, oh wow, okay, maybe they've split up. And then suddenly it's him as a talking head and they yeah. talk about the story and he goes to his fucking gormless face and he's like yeah she wasn't best pleased i'm like no shit my guy <laughs> she wasn't best pleased my guy and then it goes to his agent also as a talking head and he goes oh shit what's happened this time talking about this incident and i'm i thought it was quite funny there's a lot more to the show and it's mainly about this insta thing but i just thought it was quite funny how they're just tiptoeing around how much 
else happened or he's did it he did it again they said at some point but mainly it's this incident where he nicely claimed that like oh i was just in the car nothing happened but it's it seems to almost then doubly imply if you do any kind of research that oh the other times probably were things that he's made mistakes before mm. in inverted commas etc etc i think i so think basically, i just i think it just seems like rooney and alcohol don't go together and well that's basically that's that's, that's her... the mistake he makes is that he, he he always just goes too far or something yeah this I the, well the th- i actually felt quite she to me i don't know obviously this is her doc and it's biased and i wonder depending on the outcome of it if years from now rebecca vardy does her own coming back at her doc i don't know but mm. she comes off so well here that when the one time she almost you know let me down so to speak was when she said that that sort of threw me it was like mm. oh it's i know him and i know that when he does things that don't remind me of him and his qualities and his values that it's just a drink and i'm out here like this isn't my business. I'm. I, this is how you watch reality show. I'm not used to it. Yeah. You watch reality TV by super judging, and I hate being a super judgmental person, but you put yourself out there like this, and this is the way you enjoy and consume that kind of product. So I will just say it. That's such a excuse, and like, just don't drink then if you end up cheating on your wife every time. So hey, I just wanted to come out there and say that Wayne doesn't come off the best in this. No. But also, in a way then, fair play for letting her. And the one time he did even kind of endear himself to me was like he said this thing about like at some point when all the controversy was going on he told her just get off social media it's a lot mm. it didn't say it that articulately but he said it and then she was just like no and he was like oh that's part of why i like her she's got her own mind i'm like all right mate i think, that was I think a little done. bit more that was a little bit more scouse <laughs> um but she just yeah my main takeaway is how um the story itself is is mad and fun and the fact that it frames it with it does it all um in such a nicely tempoed kind of fashion a yeah. bit of backstory on the relationship when they were fucking 16 and then it goes back to this thing you're gonna get to eventually her actually saying the the post of she figured out who it is like there's no there's not gonna be any um big reveal of the person hmm. but um there's gonna be lots of reveals to get there and oh mate it starts showing the things of rebecca texting her along the way yeah saying, oh, babe has your account been hacked and shit like that and i was like ah um, it's great telly. Um, it's good telly. <laughs> it's good telly. I don't. I. I, I just, think. Mm. Just to jump in, one one Please. of the things that with this and with the Beckham doc as well, that I, f- the fact that they've got Piers Morgan as a talking head, by the oh, way. Oh yeah. That was I like, just Ooh. I figured like why, like yeah. genuinely why, um, it's the whole tabloid and just yeah. trash TV. Like the fact Dude. that they got the girl on yeah. this morning or whatever it was, and I was like. Yeah. Who watches this? And who in this morning said, let's get a this, lot of the this country. random person on who's just going to go, no, nothing happened. And they're like, but it's with a married man. She's like, but nothing yeah. happened. And I'm, I'm looking at it going, I just wish people wouldn't watch or buy that shit so that it didn't fuel that sort of fire. Because it just it makes you feel that a little bit. It feels a bit, just makes me feel icky. Just like really. But yeah, then I'm see- here going, this is great telly. So what do I know? <laughs> well, but, I think there's different layers to it, right? That it, yeah. it is good telly, but I think you're just uh, despairing at how our our tabloid culture is. I think our tabloid yeah. culture like when, is when actually they renowned. That, oh, during this, they talk about how oh, Wayne Rooney scores the goal, and then immediately mm. they're like, who is Wayne Rooney? Who's his yeah. girlfriend? What school does she go to? And yeah. just sends creepy guys to take pictures of a 16-year-old girl. That's weird. Yeah, I but... thought one of the most affecting moments was her driving down this road and pointing out to the documentarian or whoever was filming 
the first time she no, remembers let's call them documentarian papped. i like that <laughs> the first time she remembered getting papped as a 16 year old just starting to go out with a boy and she yeah. remembered vividly just coming home from school and there being old creepy men with cameras and now like it's so normal that while she was driving down the road she's like oh i know that guy i know that guy he's got a brother he's been yeah. on my case since he was and she seemed almost like at a weird kind of peace with it um but, just but yeah She's just going to Cafe Nero. Just going to Cafe Nero, bro. And it's like, yeah, the Piers Morgan point about how, like, he's going to sell. And, yeah, less than... I think it's good for your brain. It shows you're a good person, Christopher. Because the fact that you're that um, uh, annoyed by it, triggered by it, find it awful, just goes to show how much, like, you obviously don't keep your head in that space. But that, that place is... If we get this random woman on This Morning, more people will watch. That place Mm. is... If we put a Colleen Rooney story hacking her private insta it will get more clicks and it's Mm. like if you remove some of the taking it personal aspects and you're able to do that which obviously good people aren't able to but if you are able Mm. to it's literally just business decisions it's more clicks it's more views it's more all this bullshit but um one one character that you'll Mm. i hope you makes an appearance towards the end of this episode and is in a lot of episode two and three Mm. is her pr lady she's she's good she's good character because like okay. they talk about here when they went to America and she allegedly like crashed, was involved in a massive car crash and a write off of a car and all this sort of stuff. Ooh. And then it cuts to the PR lady yes. and yes. she's all like, it never happened or whatever. And the other guy yeah. was like, ah, fuck it, just print it. Nothing happened. Sort yeah, of thing. yeah, yeah. I was thinking if I was paying that guy, I don't know what I'm, don't say fuck it, just print it. Can you? <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I found that scene really interesting because it's like, also... You know, shout out my boy Wayne Rooney on this one. Yeah. <laughs> he did He did have a point. It is this weird feeling of because we're not... Uh, it's so funny. Let alone social media, because me and you are these weird, very similar kinds of uh, Twitter users. I think I use a like a lot more. X. Uh, yeah, whatever it fucking is, that hellhole, hellscape. Um, I use the like button a lot more, but we just sort of like almost get a bit of our curated news feed there, right? Mm. Whereas this thing just definitely showed me like, okay certain generation maybe the new tiktok generation aren't feeling it but like insta has been like the predominant social media for our age group Mm. since facebook sort of fell off and just all the thinking and double thinking and doubting herself about hey me and wayne are in this rocky place but i'm gonna post this just for my friends and show us all in bed but on my private i'll show wayne but on my public i'll just show me and then on my private i'll actually delete it because we're still in that rocky space and part of my brain is like wow like i've got this whole part of my brain that didn't uh have to like uh exist because i'm not thinking about presenting my life in that way and i say that with no judgment i get that part of for some people if they don't use insta in that way they'll fall out of touch with their whole sphere it's quite sad in a way how little we get to see our people and it's like very useful in some ways i know there's dark sides to it too as we've covered but it's just really it was quite a don't you think in a way it was very eye-opening for a non-instagram user just how techie it gets for lack of a better term how long it is and then everyone's messaging her and she's suspicious and she's going through all her followers and she's thinking Mm. um and just all the different thinking around different posts i just i found it quite exhausting on her behalf it's a it's a lot of admin (laughs) that's all i'm trying to say (laughs) it's just a fucking fuckload of admin bro i i don't fault her for that because sure to be be honest it she kind of explains that she Mm. just wanted to stay linked to her friends and one way of doing that was by having this private instagram account true true and it was just it was just her it was her place to go where where she can't 
go out in public and just hang out with people. I don't, I don't know. Cause we'll True. No, no, no. Chatting. That's a good shout. And even, even before it involves a betrayal part where someone sells the story to the sun, there is this mm. bit where she just was getting a lot of messages about one of the posts that was after the affair news. And mm. she actually deleted that just because she was getting a lot of replies in asking her how she's doing. And I was like, that's such a human thing. I think a lot of people in the social media age mm. are used to like, low key, I want to post an update and I'm crying out for help. And then I start getting lots of help back and I'm like, wait, no, actually I'm still processing things. Delete the thing. Um, it's just very current and it was just fascinating to watch and it's all You're culminating. In, well, in. I, yeah, this is the thing I, I sometimes talk about for different kinds of things. It's all about, do you root for the character and are you invested? Like, I do feel like that character in the movie where it's like, why does she keep going back to the, the man? I, I've, I haven't forgiven that man. <laughs> like her family said, I'll stick by you. I'll support you. But like, she comes across so well and so decent and so well raised. She's got such mm. a nice, wholesome relationship with mum and dad, the way she talks about respecting people and navigating that. And then at the end, the way that it's like her thinking seems to be, I don't know how you can answer this without spoiling, mm. but her thinking seems to be, okay, you know who hates the sun? Liverpool, where I'm from. We fucking hate the sun. It's a dirt yeah. rag. I'm here for the I'm here for the sun slander. Fuck that newspaper. All good. And it was the sun every time. Yeah. They ripped off one of her personal private Instagram stories. So she goes through all her friends and she realizes one account that is associated with it. Do we find out the nature of that association? Because even at the end of episode one, she's like, and that person was Rebecca Vardy. And I'm thinking, is it a column? What is it? Is that revealed? Or is that a bit vague? The, the association is revealed as to why there's a link between Rebecca Vardy Ooh, and the sun. Wee. It's Let's good. Go. It's good telly. I think I, I think I caned <laughs> it all in the day or something or one evening. I was like, we're doing it. If we, oh, if we go. And if you look oh, if you think about it, it's like three 45 minute episodes. So you're like, oh, it's yes. like a long movie. Yeah, it's like a long movie. But also, do you remember this thinking this around the time that your football podcast was talking about it? Like, at the time, she went out on this limb, and it's like mm. someone morally is coming out from this a winner, and it's either Colleen and Wayne, because yeah. they are involving the husband. The actual famous people in these couples, to be fair about it, is yeah. the husband footballers, or it's Jamie Vardy and Rebecca Vardy. And from without knowing all the details, which I'm going to enjoy in the show, it does seem like Wayne and Colleen have won, which is a shame because as a footballer, I think we're all here for Jamie Vardy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I don't quite I know think, how to feel about it. I think about they go that. on an international break when all of that's going on and it's just mm. got Jamie and Wayne just sat next to each other just laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I just, just The like, wives, eh? <laughs> at least <laughs> One thing I do like, though, is that yeah, yeah. very early on in this episode, she calls out the term wag. By the way, because I she do does, think fair. it's just a, this generic term that I think is very late. In her show nine, called Remind night, Me Again? Yeah, the I know. Real wag at the yeah. But no, like but no, late fair, 90s, fair. early 2000s thing, which yeah. I think even back then we realized people weren't great when it came to no. talking about other people. But No, yeah, that's fair. But even in, it's another thing, and this made me think something similar. So our tabloid culture that you so rightfully despise, I think it is like world renowned. Sometimes we mm -hmm. are in our bubble so much. You don't realize. I think other celebrities who end up either relocating here or being here for a bit are always like, wow, your tabloids here are fucking mental. And yeah. it used to be the actual physical newspapers these days. It's like the Sun website and the Daily whatever the fuck and all of that <laughs> garbage. Daily but whatever the fuck. <laughs> but what I do remember is I think they show the first ever headline like Rooney's just burst on the scene mm -hmm. and now yeah. we're taking photos of this fucking 16 year old, which hopefully if that happened in this day and age, we'd have more commentary around and more problems with. I'm hoping you would hope. You would hope, but the first ever headline was Rue Loves You. And so whether it's fucking Wagatha Christie or Rue Loves You, the people of this country, pun. we love a terrible pun. We fucking love it. And, and hey, if it fucking sticks, 
to this day the fact that if you're partners with uh, a rich uh, athlete, you will be called a wag. And it doesn't even fucking make sense. Wives and girlfriends. And then how you can apply that as a singular. Don't get me started. But um, yeah, Piers Morgan did throw me. I was initially like, the unfortunate thing is he does have the experience and authority to speak on like news related yeah. things. He's the but... authority on terrible, terrible people. There you go. That's what it is. He's the authority yeah. on being terrible about terrible things and yep. phone hacking. So shout out. Yeah. Um, and proper yeah. right wing television channels. And yeah. Listen, <laughs> you, you got to you got to bounce back in in some way. Speaking about all that business stuff, you know, a bit off topic, but I was seeing he's not in the news currently. But uh, your our old friend who we used to we used to all have such a good time with Russell Brand now is like really deep in the trenches of like right wing conspiracy like youtube and other social media and i was just reading this article about how it's because it's fucking lucrative the algorithm fucking loves that shit once people are in that shit and so i think a really big right wing same sort of category as like flat earthers and things basically basically it's the same sort of category and tucker carlson is this really right wing political newscaster guy and he had a a video where he's interviewing Russell Brand now. And that's the sort of thing, just those words, Tucker Carlson interviews Russell Brand a few years ago would have been like never in a million years. It's just... I don't know what a show. Tucker Carlson is. Is, oh, that like a, is that like an American diner? I don't... <laughs> <laughs> You're a blessed and pure being and please stay that way and stay off Twitter more because it's helping you, clearly. Um, <laughs> the thing is... My feed has gone bizarro, by the way. I don't know what's happening. Oh, yeah? My For You page you, is just trash. You usually know, blame to fix me. It. So how are we... How are we is, is this I don't, I don't is, know. No? Bizarre with what? Tell the people. <laughs> you can't, tell you? <laughs> now they're going to imagine even worse things. Yeah, should okay, we just do it live? I'm going to just I'm gonna have a look. There's like, Let's have a look. Because Let's just like... look at our first three, our first three for you uh, tweets for okay, whatever term you'll use and see what topics they're about. Yeah, okay, mine's refreshing too. So my first one is a book tweet. No, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, mine looks juicy. But yeah, the first one is a book one, and I'm happy with that. By the time we get to the second one, I really don't want to tell the people anymore either. No. Tell... <laughs> it's, it's, it's things like, it's sorry, for some reason, yeah. it gives me yeah. the, the, the feed from out of context human race and things like that. Huh. And I'm like, that's just generic crap. Yeah. Hey, man, but... another thing, speaking of whether it's this morning or whatever the fuck, people love mm. their generic crap. They do. They shout do. But then out I end up looking at morning. it, and then because you hey, look at it, it keeps by the way, in. shout out a bit of this. Like th- that was, you know, a whole other scandal has broken since then because you get the sh- the the throwback of seeing uh, Philip Schofield and Holly Willoughby interviewing this woman, which is just crazy to see now. Mm-hmm. Um, and just shout out. Uh, there's a bit of that daytime telly, which not only occasionally they'll get surprisingly like they'll have this interrogative energy to a politician it's actually really mm. good telly and other times they have like heartwarming chill stuff listen i'm a i'm a occasional one show watcher so Doc, i will Doc just say occasionally. child from lake or something like that yeah, something yeah. like that listen I don't, so I don't... <laughs> he's he had the balloons on his screen again ladies and gentlemen he don't know why. <laughs> but um the back, thing back, is back to the, the show back to the show i will just stress one more time i don't know if it's going to figure into and to your things now, because I, I will reveal already, I'm not pitching it, but I really did think this was going to be Vardy versus Rooney, a courtroom drama. So I was both um, surprised and eventually pleasantly surprised, but um, might, have, might have affected the anticipation score. We'll see about your guesses. So I thought you knew what you were watching. Mm-hmm. Um... A fair assumption, by the way. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> but I had... Yeah, fours across the board. 
Wow. I thought you'd be excited because yep. sometimes you're above a three. Yes. Um, I thought you'd enjoy it and I thought you'd want to watch more. So that's yeah, yeah. that's that's where I'm going with that. A strong okay. four four four. That's strong. That's strong. And I'll I'll admit for enjoyment, you're fully I can't I can't I can't lie. It was it was a it was a super four for mm. enjoyment. I, I can't I can't back out of that. But it was three for anticipation and actually three for after. And maybe that's because I haven't watched all three episodes, but it, it just it does finish with that feeling of like it's almost like when you just for a moment read like Hello magazine for some reason. And then when you put mm. it down, you're like, wait, why did I spend 10 minutes doing that? It's like I'm always updating <laughs> you with bullshit relationship story news, right? Well, yep. I never I never spend more than 10 seconds looking at that shit. So it's just funny to like, if you didn't have the actual like, what the fuck's going to happen with this reveal with Rebecca Vardy, um, I would never have volunteered for like the Colleen Rooney story, me and Wayne, how we got through all his fucking affairs. Like, you yeah. really can't but... let that go, can you? <laughs> really vivid memories of being like again again other people seem to like i'm not even going to try it but like i'm sure there's a reddit thread or a wikipedia he's probably got a whole wikipedia subsection of all the different allegations and affairs and it was just it was just such funny good filmmaking he was just driving a girl home (laughs) just to confirm or deny if i'm actually off my rocker yeah at least five plus at I least. don't know. I don't. I don't oh, really. Know. Is this news no, I don't to know you? Five. I know this if, one. If I said to you, I this is the it. Older lady one, and then. All right, and so, and <laughs> so then... there's a feeling that there's <laughs> there's other things out there. Trust me, there's more than five. Some of them were orgies. Just saying. <laughs> Say, some of the some of this stuff is just dirt rag bullshit that might be a lie. Don't get me wrong. And this is the thing: is that like some of it Did is. Did you read it in the Sun, Jeffrey? Yeah, exactly. Who knows? I, I've, I've at least twice in my life seen people on the train and looked at the back page of their newspaper. Shout out to the balloons on my screen now. Um, and just been like, wow, he's he's on it again. Um, I'm surprised you're not bringing up uh, John Terry when I get this judgmental about shit. Would you like to? No, not really. Don't need to. Okay, good. good. That, was, that was quite a moment. I hope they bring, do a show about that fucking shit. That was mad. <laughs> do you reckon this is a shout out uh, Wayne Bridge as well? Do you think this is celebrities? Shout out Wayne Bridge is something I never <laughs> thought we'd say on this podcast. <laughs> do you think this has changed the nature of celebrities with private Instagram accounts? Because part of me is like, how is this not already a. Doesn't every celebrity with a private Insta get hacked? Like, that was one thing I was thinking during this. Maybe this is like the watershed case where afterwards now celebrities get their own new private. I've never thought about it in that much detail. <laughs> Pictures. Look, you won. I lost. I know. I know. Listen. And now to, to, we're we're pitching more. Two on the bounce. Maybe maybe you're just doing it because speaking of Wayne Rooney, you're you're taking pity on my team going through a really hard time at the moment, which Look, I appreciate. I liked him as a footballer. What can I say? Yeah. And do you like what Marcus Rashford as a footballer again? I mean, he scored a goal. So it was inter- I told to... you it was an internal matter. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he just, he just, and he went, he went to Ireland and had a few drinks and came back and got told off and it's all fine. And then he scored a goal and it's like, it's really goal. fine. And then they scored a goal and then we scored a goal. I wish yeah. life were that simple. If you get into big trouble, it's all right. At the next game, just fucking get a goal and everyone will get off your back. It kind of is. Maybe life is that simple. It pretty much is. Yeah, pretty much is. Okay. Pictures. Um, Are you going first? It's been, I am going first. It's been referred to plenty of times. Um, and... It deserves it's it deserves a platform. You're already in it. Maybe you're just waiting for that tiny little push over the edge to to give it. A I don't full... like how cryptic we are at the start of our pitches nowadays. 
I really like it. <laughs> okay. If you see that tiny I'm already push. in it. I need a push. <laughs> need a push it's been referred to. For your second full lesson. Second. Lesson. Second full listen. And that push needs to come from both me and apparently Justin Hawkins, if that's his name. Because yes, Christopher, Wall of Eyes by the Smile. You were talking about a YouTube <laughs> video from the frontman of the darkness where he was really uh, loving on Friend of a Friend, the new single. And as we were opening up today's podcast, you told me how much you are also getting really into that song. And I think you've listened to the full album once. So I want your review. I'm ready for your review. Wall of Eyes by The Smile, the new Smile album, came out just last Friday. It's time to get your review. Wow. Now yeah, it's happening. You've put me it's in happening. a predicament. Oh, have I? Yeah. I didn't realize there was something to pitching first. Has this has this done a thing? Has this changed? Well, I, I, I'm trying to decide now, do we make the next episode a music episode? Music special! Because oh. I've had something. Okay. But we've been talking about mm. <laughs> getting pods in the bank. And, and albums take times. Takes, take, but, now, take, but, now, take time. but now I've given you that time. So, hey, it's... it's, it's what, what, here's, here's how I'll put it. It's, you know what? It's very, yeah. You know what? Oh, no. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> you know what no because <laughs> jeffrey likes event television oh oh boy that's what you kept telling me when we we're talking about the traitors which was never really formally talked about on this show it's but true we've spoken about outside because we yeah, consume yeah. stuff outside of this pod and i don't know how imagine we imagine that we also talk about yeah <laughs> like at length but we just don't score that's the difference no. between pod and life yes yeah, it's, it's quite um, the relief however jeffrey yeah. likes event television and yeah. for 18 years this show 18 has been years? going and and it's event Shout television. Out Kanye West. And um, also, it's a return of this show to the podcast because Glad very, er- <laughs> <laughs> very early on in season one, or maybe midway through season one, mm. I threw this at you and it was towards the end of a series. Mm. This time you're going in on the season premiere mm. of season 18, episode one of The Apprentice. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was, it's always sunny again. No. <laughs> UK. Yes, UK. I don't know. Who gives a shit about any other apprentice? The other one seemed to. Do you remember the, the apprentice last leader. time? You saw yeah. five girls cry in interviews, basically, is I what did. happened. I did. So it hasn't happened yet? What hasn't happened? It uh, happened last night. Happened last night. Technically, last night will count as event television. If you told me more than a week ago, I would have disputed that. But if it was last night, well played. It was last okay. night. I watched it this morning. It was brilliant. Oh, fresh. Love so, it. Let's do it. Let's so do it. I just, this is why I thought it had to happen today. Otherwise, keep it eventy, not, or else it's keep not eventy. It and, and your reason for pitching it does lose. And you'll lose your fre- You currently have a freshness. Season 18, did you say? Oh, Season end 18 of The Apprentice. Who knew? You've Who got knew? a bunch of new, egotistical young people in suits thinking they're the We're talking about the pod or the show? We're not in suits, Jeffrey. <laughs> Although I'd argue your jacket is suave. But <laughs> shout out, shout out, and everyone, and could, everyone could see it on the little yeah. picture. In the and I'd say your fleece is practical. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Suave and practical. We could solve crime. No, we could we're solve not, crime. <laughs> bro. I can't wait to find out how she cracks the case. I am so here for it because there must be just some <laughs> insta way. So you're gonna watch it. Oh you're yeah, I'm like rest. this is this podcast has ruined my day. I was trying to watch it and I don't have time. I'll have to do it tomorrow. But yeah, I can't wait. Um Can you can we please come back on the pod as and when you've watched more and we yeah, can just I will have a Colleen it. segment, please. Maybe that's what would have made me watch the Beckham thing. Maybe it was all about like, but did he really like score that goal? Or I don't know. Just make it about a mystery well, and I'll is, keep watching. On the Beckham thing, they talk mm. about his misdemeanor. 
Did they? Yeah, but they oh, don't. Fuck. They ref- reference it, and then it goes to David, and he goes, well, you know, some things are best kept is that, That's what I'm saying they did in this one. Because Wayne's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I did a thing. I've made mistakes. Oh, it's so. It's just such fun, a funny television sort of... We're Have not, we gone not back saying to the it. review? <laughs> we're not not saying it. We said it, but then we're getting out. It's just very interesting. Um, and fair play, because the story's too good. Like, if there was any meeting, we're like, yeah, but at the end of the day, Wayne's... Wayne's p- p- reputation is going to take a bit of a hit. I'm glad other people in the room were like, shut the fuck up. It's already been hit like mad. We won't dwell on it. The people know. Let's just do this really fun show. Yeah, sorry. Uh, the review is done. The pictures were done. And um, The Apprentice season 18 episode one is one mm-hmm. thing. And Wall of Eyes by The Smile is another thing. Wow. No music special. It that, got teased. That can only happen on a podcast. That can only happen do. on the triple C-A-H. Exactly right. So look forward to that, people. We look forward to seeing you. We look forward to being there with you. Because today you were here and we loved hanging out. Now this is the end. This is the bit where I say goodbye. And he says take care. So goodbye. And take care. If you don't like when we misspeak or boost the audio or unpeak. The microphones bleed cause they're so cheap We're sorry to your ears If you don't like the intro Or the bit in the middle of this outro Or if you don't like the whole show Question why were you here? If you don't like the podcast If you think we both speak too fast Too many tangents never stay on task Pick up a book instead If you don't like what we recommend If your patience wears thin towards the end If you think you could do better with your friend Please go ahead If you don't like this content Or like me, the word content Then please go be more content And never listen to us again